spanning over 75 years of service to millions around the world. Independent Tupperware consultants have supplemented income while others have made it a full-time business. Christy King is making her way to the top while hosting parties, having fun with friends and family, and opening opportunities to others, making new friends through the use of technology. Reach out to her. She is your go-to girl when it comes to Tupperware for all seasons, birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, new additions to the family, and a whole lot more. Welcome to 360 Wisdom Speaks, and boy, do we have a show for you tonight. We have our guest calling in from Melbourne, Australia, and his name is Tyson Sharp, and it's such an honor to have this young man with us. He has a story to share with you and all kinds of morsels of wisdom to talk about. So, Nicole, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about Tyson, and then we'll let him share the rest. Absolutely. I would love to. Tyson is the creator of the online community called The Serving Circle, and it is he is also the host of the Awaken Your Business podcast. Since 2016, it has been his mission to help online spiritual entrepreneurs, coaches, and healers create more reach, impact, and income in their business, by integrating spirituality with profitable business strategies rather than just trying to integrate pushy marketing strategies. Tyson helps entrepreneurs create a consistent and predictable flow of clients and ways that align with their highest excitement. Welcome Tyson. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Happy to dive into a, a awesome uh, awesome chat but when you're just reading the bio then i'm like i can't really uh whenever i jot up my bio i'm like and then they read it on the interview i'm always like oh what did i write i can't remember and <laughs> that sounded that sounded okay that was great <laughs> well you know you're on the uh the healing circle right mm -hmm. and uh that's where that's where we met you Exactly. And uh, so when you're networking and you get in these communities, like what you were sharing in your bio, you just meet some of the most blessed, wonderful people. And we've had so many amazing um, guests from your show join us on the 360. And whatever you're doing in that group, keep doing it because they're so inspiring and so enlightening and so kind of share a little bit about how you got to that point because you didn't start there so if you share a little bit of what your backstory is and how it has changed your life um, working in that capacity yeah sure there's a few turning points uh, that I like to touch upon um, you know of how I got to the group what you're describing the the serving circle uh, you know I I I studied about six years of university and studied 
everything in, in all areas of psychology because I was always fascinated with the brain, always fascinated with how people behave, everything like that. Um, but after six years of university, I had no clue how I wanted to use that, that, uh, that knowledge and use that um, education. So of all things I did with my life, I decided to jot off to Canada and, uh, and travel around Canada for two years, not really knowing what I'm doing or um, not really having a sense of mission or purpose, but having more fun. And so I really learned the difference there between happiness and fulfillment. It was a real big balance between I was happy snowboarding and meeting new people and having a beer every now and then. Uh, but I definitely, as time went on and as I started getting into personal development while I was over there, I realized I didn't really have a, a mission, a purpose. I didn't feel um, like I was contributing at levels that I knew I could. And anytime someone would ask me, hey, what is it you want to do with your psychology degree? Do you want to become a psychologist or do you want to you know, become a psychiatrist or anything? I would get this pit in my stomach because I just had no clue. It was just this uncertainty and this doubt and this worry and confusion. Um, but one thing came across my way, and that was when I got into the work of Tony Robbins and realized he had a course teaching you how to become a coach, a life coach, and helping people have more fulfillment in their everyday lives. And I'm like, my God, this seems to be for me. I had no clue why, but talk about following spirit. I had no clue why it was a big calling but it just felt aligned and the dilemma at the time was the investment for the course was half of everything i had in the bank and so i was left with a decision of what the hell do i do if i lose my apartment or get fired from my job or i got to go back to australia or anything like that uh i'm going to be screwed but for some reason, my heart, my excitement, my spirit was guiding me to something like this course. And so I decided to do it. I took the leap. I invested that amount of money and just started studying everything in terms of aspects of fulfillment and personal development, state management, and why people have particular patterns. And it was, it, it was just the biggest pivot point in my life. I just get, got lit up. To give you an example, I was living in the middle of the Rockies at the time. So beautiful environment, but I was locked in my room, studying this stuff, writing down every single word, just hours, one hours each day. And I was, I became obsessed with learning why people behave the way they do the deep patterns of why they do and how to shift unconscious patterns so that they can fulfill their lives. And so I fell in love with it so much. I moved back to where I'm from Melbourne and just started to grow my online coaching business. And um, it was obviously a big, big you know, leap and a, a, a journey of trials and tribulations and, and, uh, and fulfillment and failures. One real key piece that I'd love to talk about just briefly, and then we'll get into the details, is when I was doing quite well, doing 10K months, I was, uh, I was, you know, my group was growing, audience was growing, that sort of thing, until it wasn't. It was about six years into my journey, or five, five years, or something like that, into my into my entrepreneurial journey, and everything started falling apart. My client base, my income, uh, I had to give refunds to some clients through like crazy circumstances, and I just found my quote unquote success falling apart, and it was really there 
where I started having some deep lessons. And that was that I realized how attached I was to outcomes, how attached I was to results, how much I needed to make money to feel safe or how much I needed to succeed to feel loved and enough and worthy and all those different things. And so a big, big shift for me, which leads to the serving circle was where instead of building my business now from fear, which is what I find a lot of people are doing, they're trying to build their life, trying to build their business, trying to build their financial success so that they can feel safe, so they can feel enough, so they can feel loved. Instead of doing that and building my business from that pattern, I just decided to sit with the side of me that was scared, sit with the side of me that was fearful. And I sat in this chair for about six hours and I just allowed all the emotions to be there. And as I did, it started to leave, it started to move on, it started to transcend. And that's when I realized you feel all emotions and they come up because they're coming out. But also I got a deep insight from all of that. After healing all those wounds and those patterns, I just had an insight said, hey, if you grow a community and you fall in love with the art of serving, everything else will take care of itself. You don't need to worry about it. The clients, the income, the collaborations, the opportunities will all be aligned for you in perfect timing, perfect harmony. And that's when I rebranded my group to the serving circle and just started to flow with that guidance and that insight to say, hey, we can all, we can all do this. We can all come from a place of love, place of service, place of heartfelt kindness and build our businesses from that energy. And so that's what I decided to do. Uh, that leads me to where we are now. Um, but that's my story in a nutshell, I'll say. That's your story and you're sticking to it, right? Sticking to it. <laughs> but that, it's a beautiful story. And, you know, a lot of us that get into this field, you know, have similar type stories where there just wasn't that fulfillment. And, you know, that serving is is really about what it's all about. You know, everything else will take care of your, you know, your background. The monies will come, the people will come. It's like build it and they will show up. And it's so true because you're coming from the heart and you're moving away from that fear. And I think that's really a lesson for all of us to learn is to be in silence with yourself. And that could be scary, you know, it could be really scary. But when you are in silence with yourself and you give yourself permission to just let go, Stand in the midst of that fear and allow yourself to conquer it. That is so powerful. And give yourself permission to feel those emotions, to express those emotions, you know, whatever it is, crying, kicking, screaming, throwing stuff. Maybe you don't want to do that in the house. Maybe you should take a walk in nature, you know, but it, it really helps you to put things in perspective when you say when you when you got through all of that and you started on that journey where did your perspective change from where it once was to where it took you and then how it can help maybe the audience to start recognizing how to change their perspectives to change certain elements of their life mm. well there's been many many perspective shifts along the way it's just been a, a crazy unfolding i think this is the the unfolding of your journey, your soul, your, your, your heart's mission is just an ever evolving, uh, you know, ever, ever unfolding layer of, uh, of healing and of, of service and of love and kindness. But the deeper levels of healing come from exactly that. Instead of avoiding, instead of resisting, instead of reacting to emotions, I just became obsessed with feeling fully, 
I became obsessed with each and every single day asking myself, where is it that I'm avoiding emotion? Where is it that, um, the, you know, what, what are the patterns within myself that I don't want to see? What are the patterns within myself that I don't want the world to see? What sides of me am I embarrassed to show? Whatever it is. And just going into meditation and feeling all of that. And so I took up the challenge to meditate two hours a day in silence, which was absolute death to my mind, absolute death to my ego, which is exactly why I decided to do it. And so the, the perspective shifts along the way have been be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Whenever you feel an uncomfortable emotion, it's coming up because it's coming out. It's coming up because it's leaving. It's coming up because it's ready to be healed. And the perspective shift came from realizing, okay, every uncomfortable emotion is almost like an internal five-year-old because that's where we learned these patterns. We learned these patterns that says, I need to uh, achieve this to feel safe or I need to achieve this to feel loved. I need to achieve this to feel worthy. I need to behave in this way so that I can feel loved and seen and enough. And those are the very patterns that if you're listening to this, odds are your soul's guiding you to a deeper level of consciousness, a deeper level of um, awakening that's more of who and what you are. And in order to do that, in order to get that new level of consciousness and expand your, le your level of vibration to more of who and what you are, you have to release the baggage of what's no longer serving you, right? So we have to release the baggage to then heighten our level of, of vibration. And how we do that is by going through these experiences of, of emotion, by feeling fearfully, by feeling sadness or feeling anxiety, feeling um, depression, whatever it is, feeling in your body without resistance and without judgment. And as you do that, those patterns start to heal. They start to, uh, they start to transcend. They start to move on in their own time, in perfect timing. But then you're able to therefore get more clarity on where your heart's guiding you to next and that next step and that next step and that next step. And as you do that, you start to unravel, you start to unfold and, um, and start to surrender deeply to that, deeply to that journey. Oh, that's beautiful. And it kind of really, you know, when you start getting and incorporating like your meditation and things together, um, the brain chatter starts to go when you start letting go of the baggage because the inner conflict isn't so so critical at that time because now you're starting to be true to yourself, right? So you don't have all that that chatter up there. So that's that's really powerful. And one thing I have to share with you is the first time I came into the serving circle right? The energy was so different from any of the other networkings that I've been on. And, and then it's like, okay, we're going to go into a meditation. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I really need this today because it's four o'clock in the afternoon here when you have your shows and it's nine o'clock where you are in the morning the next day. <laughs> it's like, what a beautiful way to just take a few deep breaths and just like go into the evening now and just unload the day that I had, you know? So that was a reminder too, is like, oh yeah, don't forget to do that and really treat yourself to those things. So thank you for sharing that with us. And we're going to take a short break here right now. We're going to take a little commercial and then we will be back and Tyson can tell you more about his story and maybe some tips of the trade on how you can take some of your 
misconceptions and some of your perceptions and start to change that to help your mindset become more clear and where it is that you want to go on your journey and maybe some of the fears that you have and how you can start to maybe walk through some of those to help make better decisions of where we're going. So we'll take a short break and we'll be back. Tupperware is celebrating over 75 years of service to millions around the world. Independent Tupperware consultants have supplemented income while others have made it a full-time business. Christy King is making her way to the top while hosting parties, having fun with friends and family, and opening opportunities to others, making new friends through the use of technology. Reach out to her. She is your go-to girl when it comes to Tupperware for all seasons, birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, new additions to the family, and a whole lot more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from Melbourne, Australia is Tyson. Gosh, I forgot your last name. Sharp. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you got it. Tyson Sharp. He is a sharp gentleman. And you know what? He's pretty sharp looking there, too. Better be careful. <laughs> you know, we got a lot of single women that come on the show. <laughs> if, any, if any of them are in Melbourne and they want to go out dancing, having fun, let's make it happen. Hey, oh, there now, there's an offer that you don't hear much, right? <laughs> so we're, we're glad you're all about fun, too, because that's what it is about on this show. We love to laugh and have fun and share happy things, you know, to make the world just be more lighter and more expressive. So Nicole had something she would like to ask you. So, Nicole, take it away. Absolutely. Thanks, Beverly. You, you know, Tyson, you kind of jumped the gun on me because usually we, right now is where I go into that shadow self, into that moment of where was that turbulation? You know, because we don't just have one, we have many, right? Just like the butterfly, the caterpillar really just dies to be reborn into this beauty where it goes from that self leader and the influence of, of itself and allows that death of what it was and that life it lived. And now it's that rebirth and we always have to go through that. And you've shared so uh, eloquently about your journey and it's so much part of you. And, you know, now you're putting those two together, you're merging that the, the business, right, with your spiritual self and, and saying, hey, woke doesn't have to mean broke. And, and sharing with people that, you know, have those emotions, be who you are, show up for yourself, live your life, and you live that in your business. And it's very much, I see, I'm starting to see other people shift that way because I don't like to network. You know, I, I used to, it was hard for me. And I, I went to your serving circle and thank goodness Beverly introduced me. I can't always be there, but just those moment in time and speaking to so many people that join your group, they're all touched. They're all touched by spirit and they're all there to serve that purpose and, and feel that emotion and put that ego to the side. Because there's a time and a place for the ego, but that's outside. It's not here. And we kind of, we just hang it at the door when we come into that. How do you suggest to people that, that they start to reach that point where they can understand that, that business isn't scary. Money isn't a scary thing for healers. It's, it's time for healers to understand that if you're manifesting the abundance, it's there, whether it's in a paper product 
or your bartering services, or if the universe just maybe drops a car in your lap on your driveway. You know what I mean? It's it. There's a point to where that magic comes in, but really, how does it work together so that you can show up in that networking? So you can show up for your business because if you're going to live your truth in your authenticity, you have to live that in your business as well. Mm -hmm. First of all, when you say that, what I imagine is someone asking for a new car and they're literally falling on their lap and, and crushing them and then being like, no, that's not what I asked for. <laughs> that's what came up for me. But anyway, um, it, it's so true. I feel like the business journey is used as a tool for your spiritual growth because there's no other ways in which we can, there's no better opportunity to go through what you described in terms of the, you know, the death or the ego death and then the rebirth into a more whole, you know, more, more sacred self than going on the business journey and facing those fears, you know, the facing the uncertainty, facing your relationship with money, facing your relationship with selling, you know, your relationship with service and contribution. I think there's no better way to, to heal what needs to be healed to grow in ways you want to grow other than that journey. And so what I've discovered is that the more inner, the more inner healing you do and the more deep work that you focus on, the more people feel that in your business. So the number one um, feedback I get from people in the serving circle who become clients of mine is that they feel the energy. They feel my, they can feel I actually care. They feel my kindness. They feel my, presence and that and the non-judgment of whatever they whatever they bring to me and and that means a lot to me it really really does because that's what i work on so much i work on my own vibration my own inner work and then that flows through as a byproduct to my um to my business and i'll give you an example i truly feel now now that i went through a lot of the relationship with money i sit there and i feel what would happen if I go broke? What would happen if this didn't work out? What would happen if I never made another dollar online? What would I need to sit with? What side of me would I need to heal? What uncertainty would I need to sit with? And as I do that, I get to develop a deeper level of trust, deeper level of resourcefulness, a deeper level of uh, love within myself. And I love the side of me that can go broke. I love the side of me that can fail, the side of me that can make mistakes. And now, even though now I'm making more money, I'm making money consistently and I'm doing it through, through my service and through my, my programs and courses, I truly believe that I can feel just as much peace and love and joy, whether I'm making a lot of money or whether that all goes away. And therefore I can enjoy it. I can enjoy it even more because I'm not attached to it. I know money, I know success is, is great. There's just as much love in that. And I can experience just as much love and peace and, and everything else. If it decides to leave, if it decides to 10x, if it, if it decides to, you know, leave and come back and whatever, whatever it needs to do, I know that it's all happening for my growth, my healing, my journey as well. You know, thank you for that. You know, you, you, giving people that, 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 that kindness and you're serving the community, you're giving them a safe space, but you're sharing with them that, that feeling of elation when they can, right? That feeling of the jubilation where their spirit can say, oh, I'm meant to do this and now I can monetize it. But I can, I can come in grace, I can be safe, 
I can accept and recognize who I am and who other people are. And that's that, that understanding, right? And that's that conscious collective, but it is fun. And, and you share with that and that importance of having fun, you know, setting those little fear gremlins aside and stop allowing them to gnash their teeth at you and sabotage that head, right? You know, they're just festering away when we worry about that business, when we worry about trying to impress people, trying to impress upon people when the ego steps in and, and, and trying to separate them. They should be one in the same. And if we do this, anything we learn from this last year is that we're here together. We're here in service together. We're here to live and to be abundant. And when you talk about abundance and when you ask for it, and the car does land in your lap, right? You get that free cup of coffee when you go into the store. Somebody opens the door for you. You get all these wonderful things. You get the best table in the restaurant. You get the free dessert. Whatever it is, you're celebrating and you're thankful for it because you worked for it and you're allowing yourself to accept the gifts of life and and that possibility and i'm gonna you know turn it over to beverly what you know what other questions you have because we're coming close i, I love listening to tyson i could just sit here and talk to you all day right <laughs> exactly exactly you have a voice that's just so drawing you just kind of want to sit there and just listen and the information you're given um so much wisdom has come out of today's show and you know if you've like what Tyson has to say and you'd like to get him back or if you want to become a part of his serving circle we have all the links available you know on his contact information it's it's on the page here with the podcast but you know Tyson you, it was really beautiful how you shared this last message you know um in the relationship is to say I can be just as happy broke as I can being rich and that is very touching it's very true because you know again when you're attached to the dollar when mm. it's not around all of a sudden you're in panic mode so the beautiful message that you delivered here is to sit with that what causes you to panic with that you know because then that also gives you an opportunity to take a look at what you value what you value most about what you do to serve others you know it's not about what others can do for you it's what you can do for others you know and so in that giving there is more receiving you know it's don't push that receiving away it's to open to receive but it's to give and and then it starts that flow of energy so to be able to look at it from that perspective that was really really truly uh, a gift in itself, you know, to come back, to be able to sit with that and to take the stress off and turn it over and just let it be what it is, but not live in fear with it. That's awesome. So if you had three little tips, because I know you're not going to stop at one. So, <laughs> so three little tips of what you could share with the audience that they can take with them today and put it to use in their life as they see it right now okay three do i start at three or can it be 15. <laughs> well yeah go for do it, it quickly rapid fire <laughs> no, no, we'll, do, we'll do we'll do three we'll do three quick ones gotta save the other ones to come back so if there's yeah. 15 three times five so we got four more times for you to come back okay we okay, got that. awesome we'll, we'll schedule that all right let's do that 
So we'll, uh, so three things. One of the, um, these are the three steps that I always remind my clients for, and it's something they revisit time and time again. So one, of course, is feel fully. Feel fully without resistance, without judgment. Step two is to follow your heart. So it's to actually take the leaps your heart's guiding you towards. You have to take those leaps. You have to take that guidance. You have to take those steps in order for you to be able to uh, evolve and grow. And then three is to forget about the outcomes. Whenever you let go of your expectations and assumptions and attachments to whatever happens next, the more you can trust and feel fully and allow that guidance to flow through. And they all work in perfect harmony because the more you take your leaps, the more you're going to have to feel, the more you have to feel and the more clarity you're going to get on what your next leap is. And obviously the more you leap and the more you drop expectations and attachments and assumptions, the more you're going to have peace and love on that journey as well. So they're the three things. Feel fully, follow your heart and forget your attachments to the expectations and assumptions of outcomes. And you'll be truly living on, in, on that spirit's journey. Wow. That is powerful. So you heard it from the man out there in the audience, wherever it is that you are. Those were absolutely brilliant. And they do work in unison. They just come back and they interweave, which is really awesome. So Tyson, we will definitely have to have you back. And remember his offer. You show up in Melbourne, make contact. So get in his serving circle and you know grab that link down there find him he's there for you and thank you so much for being here namaste my friend thank you thank you for thank you for having me it's been a pleasure tupperware is celebrating over 75 years of service to millions around the world independent tupperware consultants have supplemented income while others have made it a full-time business Christy King is making her way to the top while hosting parties, having fun with friends and family, and opening opportunities to others, making new friends through the use of technology. Reach out to her. She is your go-to girl when it comes to Tupperware for all seasons, birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, new additions to the family, and a whole lot more.